John, and this is my good buddy Andy, and you're listening to the Packers Blitz podcast, the podcast done by two fans, Packer fans who survived the dark times of the 80s of Packer football and live to talk about. And this podcast is always dedicated to the greatest fans of all, Packer fans, so that's something, again, we're always going to have Packer fans, you know, and we love you guys. So, again, Andy, I know there's not a lot going on. Uh, so we're just welcome to our kind of podcast talking about Packer football. And I, again, I cannot wait to get the season started. How do you feel? You right? You want football? <laughs> can't come soon enough, John. It definitely can't. can't. Come soon enough. So, and yeah, I'm we're not gonna a see, and, Yeah, we're going to – I mean, I think family nights in early, early August. Uh, even preseason games don't start till you know middle august or whenever it is so yeah, yeah yeah i'm i'm definitely looking forward to seeing some i i will watch preseason i i would even watch preseason <laughs> right, at this watch point so. right right yeah so how uh, you doing i'm doing good buddy you know like good. i said yeah, it's been, been about uh three four weeks <laughs> yeah 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 the last uh and Packers Blitz podcast was on May 15th, I believe. So, yes. you know, that's that's an indicator. It is truly the uh, kind of the yeah. show's off season. <laughs> and uh, just so Packers sorry, everybody Blitz. out there. There hasn't been much to talk about. So, uh, yeah, so Packers, we're, we're finally yeah. back. Yeah. So Packers Blitz fans, we're going to be like doing it every other week thing, hopefully, until we can get up to training camp. Because really, there isn't anything uh, to really report. Uh, we're going to be talking about a couple things that you guys, when you hear Packer fans, will be like, oh, no, not the Rogers Goody thing. But before we get to that, Andy, <laughs> why don't you tell them about what the Greek freak, and just just so you people who know who are listening in other countries, if you don't know who the Greek freak is, he is one of the greatest basketball players. He plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, and he's seems like a real fun guy. I wish I could miss meet the guy someday. Um, so Giannis, I'm in the cupo. Uh, <laughs> what did he do on our, his Instagram, Andy? That that we love, that we thought was hilarious. Yeah, before we talk about that, yeah, he he uh, posted a really funny video a few years back when they won the NBA championship after like 50. What was it 50 years? Yeah, 71 um, last time we won. Yeah, so um <laughs> yeah, he uh he had the trophy, the NBA championship trophy with him and he was going to all these places with it and would not uh let it out of his sight. <laughs> so basically he was taking it in the car with him. He's going through the drive-through and just uh really, <laughs> really that. excited yeah, yeah, yeah. about being a a, a champion. <laughs> And so, right. yeah, I still remember that. So, yeah, he posted <laughs> a uh, video on Instagram, and basically, uh, the Greek freak said that he wanted to take over for Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. He had some time off. Uh, they didn't to, do too well in the first round of the playoffs, and they oh, lost. Oh, yeah, in the first thing. round, we won't talk a whole lot about that. Congratulations, no, Miami Heat! You outplayed us. Uh, so he, he had did. some time. So he said, he said, and I quote, I'm taking my talent to the Green Bay Packers. If you need a quarterback, I'm available for the next couple of months. I got nothing going on. 
And that was Giannis, <laughs> a direct quote for him. So he is so awesome, you know. He is hilarious. And, uh, you know, so I'm not sure what your thoughts are about that. I, I know it was kind of a neat little video. Hopefully you saw it. Um, I did. Do you have any comments on him wanting to be our starting no. quarterback? So, Andy, what is his stats again? He's, what, six? six? He's seven foot tall, 243 pounds. Oh, man. Well, uh, <laughs> and totally ripped because uh, yesterday, yes. which yeah, would yeah, be, goes. well, maybe it was the day before, maybe it was on Friday of this week, he uh, posted, I think, some pictures or video of him working mm. out, and he is Ooh, totally, man. totally ripped. Mm. So, mm. I mean, I think he could probably, with the quarterback <laughs> room that we have right now, he might be able to back he, up Jordan yeah, Love yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, uh -huh. But uh, I would guess uh, if you looked at him, and, and again, he went viral, uh, I'd probably slide him to move him to the defensive side of the ball and mm, make him outside like linebacker defensive like end. With his yeah. length and everything, he'd be able to at least oh, bat sure. down some passes. And again, mm. he is he is the Greek freak. He's, he's a physical specimen, and that guy could probably um, get around the corner uh, he's, you know, oh, and uh, wreak some havoc. And uh, yeah. yeah, so that's I what like I'm it. thinking. He's more probably should be on the defensive side of the ball. But it was kind of a funny, funny uh, post that he that yes. he did. So I figured I, yeah. we'd bring I, it up. I, I, I think the guy's hilarious. And I think he um, is a great ambassador for Wisconsin and, and, and the NBA. Hopefully he doesn't become a prima donna. <laughs> like the rest of our guys, Farvin Rogers. Maybe it's just a football thing. Hopefully, it's not a basketball thing. Because well, he's he's very humble, and I think he really appreciates uh, mm. the Bucks giving him an opportunity and selecting him in yeah. the draft. And he's very very loyal. So, but yes, yeah. they are Hopefully. trying to do everything they can do to yeah. do to uh, keep him as long as yeah. they possibly can, and they should, because he's probably one of the top three. Yeah. Uh, basketball players in the world yeah. right now so yeah. um yeah, yeah just awesome player and, and a great ambassador for the game and a great ambassador for milwaukee and the state of wisconsin absolutely so absolutely so speaking of well this is a football podcast so you're probably going why are you guys talking basketball well we're gonna yeah, do what are again. you guys doing <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk yeah. now about boxing <laughs> And you're going boxing. What? What are you guys doing? Like, this, like you guys have li literally nothing to talk about. You're talking about boxing. Now, what I'm talking about is the rematch between Rogers in this corner, Aaron Rodgers, and the other corner, Brian Gutekunst. <laughs> and again, one thing I want to say that Andy and I were not going to bring this up again and because we were like, I know you guys are sick of the Packer Blitz fans, but it just won't go away. And Andy and I were talking beforehand, and I just, I don't know about you guys out there, but ESPN has turned into a bunch of gossipy old women. They, they, they don't have the fun when, like, Dan Patrick was there and Chris Berman and uh, all these, all these other uh, Rich Eisen, who are there, uh, just to name a few. 
who just had fun and reported the news and you know, you know, like it's a swing and a whiff. And you know, they would say that Rumble Bumble and Stumbling and stuff like that. It was just fun to watch. It was like, right, Andy? It was just interesting. But now, here we go again. We got to talk about a little bit of this. So we're not going to dwell too much on it. But basically, somebody, I ain't going to get into the reporter's name because I don't care. It's from The Athletic, which the guy must have been bored because he kept bringing up stuff that was really just hashing up the same stuff. Uh, Andy, do you want to read this or do you want me to read it? Uh, according to No, I athletic? can read it. Yeah, yeah okay, basically, right this is kind of... You know, this first part of it is going to be the, you know, kind of Roger's feelings on Goody and Goody the guy and whatnot. So this is basically kind of in in a nutshell, his feelings toward Brian Gutekunst, our our GM. So -hmm. according to The Athletic, not only did Roger's agent, David Dunn, apparently ask the Packers to fire Gutekunst in 2021, Dunn called Packers president Mark Murphy requesting that Green Bay either fire Goody or trade Rodgers. The Packers attempted to, in quotes, protect the relationship between Rodgers and Matt LaFleur by telling him the 2020 decision to trade up and draft Jordan Love was strictly that of Goody. Goody made that decision. Uh, by himself. Rogers Uh then didn't buy that. (laughs) And Rogers basically said they all signed off on it. The quarterback, our older, uh, you know, our former quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, now blames his former GM for failing to communicate and win his personal approval. So here's a long (laughs) direct quote from Aaron Rodgers addressing this lack of communication. So I'll just read this and then you guys can make up your own minds how he feels. But this basically is what it is in a nutshell. And here we go. This is Aaron speaking. You're going to stand on this hill of austerity and say that arguably in the conversation of the best player in your franchise history, you're going to say, I couldn't get a hold of him, and that's why we had to move on. Like, come on, man. Oh, come on! <laughs> Just tell the truth. You wanted to move on. You didn't like the fact that we didn't communicate all the time. Like, listen, I talk to people that I like. So that's kind of a major <laughs> dig on Goody and basically in a yeah. nutshell he doesn't like him. No. And um you know so he wasn't uh but, but who doesn't like yeah. their boss? I mean come on <laughs> how many people out there yep. honestly can say they like their boss? Give me a break. Yep. Yep. Worry about Super Bowls. We've already been through it. Who gives a crap about whether you like him or not? Just win a Super Bowl, all right? There you go. So, man, anyway, go on. Sorry. Yeah, (laughs) and then basically uh, Goody's feelings on Rodgers, the flip side of this. uh, GM Brian Gutekunst told reporters that 
he unsuccessfully tried to contact Rogers in quotes many times, many times to gauge his quarterback's future. The quarterback and GM had agreed to meet in person while Goody was traveling in Southern California for the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl in late January, but the two never connected. So they were trading phone calls back and forth and they never met. Uh, they never, you know, were able to uh, meet at all. So yeah. the Packers uh, GM did give Aaron Rodgers credit for doing what Brett Favre never could do. This will make uh, John mm. feel good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They are both two-time all all-time greats, but A-Rod clearly beats Favre in mentoring his younger backup quarterback for the last few years. And I'm going to go Ooh. into some detail about this. And uh, remember the last podcast, John, I, I promised I'd talk a little bit about this uh, during this podcast. Yeah. So that's why I'm bringing right. it up. And it kind of ties in sure. with. Uh, so Brian did say some nice, nice things about A-Rod mentoring Jordan Love, which he said really, really helped. Uh, yeah. So, but anyway, when it comes to Brett Favre, <laughs> Favre looked down on his mentoring duties and couldn't care less. Yes. In no. fact, here is his famous matter-of-fact comment by Brett. Here we go. This is what he said, and I quote, or he quotes, <laughs> or he said, "My contract doesn't say I have to get Aaron Rodgers ready to play." End quote. <laughs> Whereas Aaron, <laughs> on the other hand, said this in regards to Jordan Love. And this is Aaron speaking. We had a great conversation the day after the draft, and I'm excited to work with him. So that's what Aaron said. Pretty much the exact opposite of opposite. what <laughs> Brett Favre said. So yeah, the yeah. Packers appreciated that a veteran NFL quarterback, mature, like uh, Aaron mm -hmm. Rodgers, would be willing to help in Jordan Love's development. It was a nice, if not a little surprising, gesture of goodwill on the part mm. of A-Rod. He made mm. sure that Love saw him as a resource and a competitor. So you gotta give mm. gotta give Aaron some credit on that. Where yeah. Brett, right. you can't. <laughs> so no. So not there you at go, all. Buddy. So, and then Goody shared some thoughts with Peter King from Sports Illustrated. I believe he's he's a columnist for them. Yeah. Uh, this King. is what Goody had to say, and this is the nice thing that he said about Aaron. So he said, obviously, Jordan Love sat, uh, and Aaron did a great job just kind of mentoring him. So it was nice that he gave uh, you know mm -hmm. him some kudos for that. Uh, and then Kristen Wong. Um, and I believe it's uh, that would be a she. <laughs> I'm not sure, but Kristen Wong from the fan sided, uh, I think, said it best when she said, "In 2023, and this is a quote from her: In 2023, yeah. the Packers' young core gets its training wheels taken away and will naturally wobble. But Aaron sure. Rodgers' last gift to the franchise was putting Jordan Love on the right track, even though Brett Favre couldn't." bothered to make that effort with him all those <laughs> right. years ago that's where you draw the line between a great quarterback and an ever mm. better and a right. ever better one so that was kind of a dig on Favre. <laughs> so i figured yes, I'd, I'd, I'd do that and i'd, I'd put that quote in there for john 
and for Thank Packers fan, fans out there me. that actually prefer uh, Aaron Rodgers as their starting quarterback. But we were lucky with both of them. So, you know, we're very lucky. when it came to mentoring young quarterbacks and young drafted quarterbacks and rookies, um, mm -hmm. Favre wouldn't have been your first choice for that. So, no. But no, so what wouldn't. do you think about that comment, John? Did you have anything you want to add on that? No, I mean, not really. I think that's a great comment. I think all the digs that, including me on Aaron Rodgers, is he doesn't want to see Green Bay fail. Brett Favre wanted to see them fail. He even admitted it, and I'll have to find the quote sometime. Uh, and it was even on his biography of when he came back to Lambeau, um, how after the Vikings beat us, the, the first game at the Metrodome and kind of just beat the crap out of us and beat, beat up Rodgers and everything like that. He wasn't going like, at, and they showed him far after the game and he was, you know, just the happiest ever just jumping around and partying and just making it like he won the Super Bowl. And I'm like, uh, that's where I started to lose respect for Brett Favre. Cause I'm like, dude, you really built your career and your family's fortune off the Green Bay Packer fans. And now you act like this and you got your way to the Vikings. Why Rogers, he is, um, you know, kind of like, Oh, I'm entered this guy. You know, I wish everyone the best, but him and Goody will not be exchanging Christmas presents anytime soon. Um, and you know, no. I don't know anything about <laughs> right. I don't know anything about Goody, uh, other than he was there through the Wolf regime. He was the, most of the Wolf regime, not all of it, all of the Ted Thompson re regime. So he learned by two of the masters of the salary cap, of drafting, of all these different things that they did so well and not so well. You think he would have learned, right, Andy? And the first thing he would have learned would be like. Well, <laughs> when Brett Favre and Ted Thompson were having this fight and Mike McCarthy, yeah, okay, <laughs> maybe I'm not going to do this when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. And he hasn't, but underneath, you don't know what's going on. You know, you don't know what kind of uh, person Goody is. And other than what Rodgers is telling you, basically, I don't like the guy. He seems like a kind of a jerk. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it will see. Um, I just thought it was a really interesting comment, though. So thank you for bringing that up, Andy. Uh, anything else you want to add on that? Yeah, probably just one one thing popped into my head, and I'll probably regret mm -hmm. saying it. But you know, we do, because we don't have an owner. There's sometimes not an accountability. Yeah, that right. They're making the same mistakes over and over again. And I think if mm -hmm. you had a owner with some yeah. cojones, <laughs> yeah. they would have put an end to this. Yeah, they would have fired that him. right away. Yeah, and uh, if you have a strong owner yeah. and strong values and a strong commitment to their organization, a strong commitment to winning, uh, yeah, that really, really helps. And and because of not having an owner and us, you know, being that small market club and, and not having one and being owned, you know, technically by the fans, I guess, kind of. Right. Um, 
you know, it's just a different uh, dynamic. And uh, they just uh, kind of fell into the same trap that they fell into before. And I can't yeah. believe as adults, they yes. couldn't have figured it out, <laughs> figured out a better way to go about doing things. Yeah. I can't believe they the didn't have thing. a powwow. You know, let's all get yeah. together, guys, in a room here. Let's talk right, about right. this. Where did we make the mistakes before? And let's before. not make them again. Let's because they were major mistakes. There were so yeah. many mistakes. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, you just don't want to keep making them over and over again. And that's no, exactly don't. what happened. Strong owner, I think, would have put a stop and an end to that right. awfully quick. Because then you've got Absolutely. people um, that are going to be held accountable and, you know, uh, fearful, <laughs> you know, that yes. there might be repercussions for them not doing right. their job. And there's a lot of people right. at fault, you know. And right. so... But, but we're going to move being, on. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and we're going to talk a little bit about Green Bay. Yay. Green Bay is the uh, the city and the uh, the the team of uh, surprises. Lots of surprises, John. Did you want to go All through right. this, like John, or do you want me to do it? Well, uh, let me. One thing I found out from my wife that <laughs> she told me was. And I'll start here, and then um, you can take over. How does that sound? Sure. Okay. So uh, my wife let me know this. is Green Bay, Wisconsin ranks as the numero uno best place to live, according to the latest U.S. News and World Report rankings. And one thing I want to add is, so I've been going to Packer games for over 20 years. Okay? I've been very fortunate. Um my friend, his parents own the, uh, you know, have had tickets since Lombardi. So I'm very, very fortunate to go. And one thing I will say that when I first started going, eh, Green Bay, <laughs> kind of like your old dumpy, you know, mid-sized town. But ever since in the past two, three, five years, wow, it's completely opposite. It looks amazing. And it, it's just this great town with this great dynamic and energy. And so I can see why. And one of the funny things is that people forget it's home to the one of the most storied football franchises in the NFL. So now you're moving to a city. There's not a lot of cities you can move to. Big cities, sure. But smaller cities... Uh, they have one of the most iconic football franchises. Um, and like I said, the Green Bay Packers, uh, Green Bay has, the, like it's, like you said, Andy, in here, has the perfect mix of big city amenities complemented with Midwestern small town feel. And this city boasts a thriving entertainment and art scene, revitalized downtown, two college campuses, creating the energy that may appeal to younger families as well as retirees. And this, again, from the U.S. News and World Report. So that's what I wanted to bring up. So if you want to uh, talk about the next section here, but I think that's the most amazing thing <laughs> that is, it's crazy. Like, I looked at, I was just for joking, Andy. I was looking for homes in Green Bay. I said, hey, honey, let's move to Green Bay now. And she was like, yeah, whatever. I was looking for homes in Green Bay. Oh, boy. <laughs> so like an average three-bedroom home about the size of our homes, they're close to half a million dollars. 
just within the city limits and they need work. <laughs> this is not a move in house. And the ones that don't need work are over a million. So I'm like, damn, <laughs> how did that happen? Because normally you, you look at some of these homes, you know, before all this, yeah, you could get a, a decent home uh, for, you know, 100, 200,000. So not anymore. You're not getting that anymore. So that's amazing. So Andy, take it here. Uh, more importantly. <laughs> yeah, even more to both John and yeah. I and this uh, Packers Blitz podcast. And you might want to actually get some cheering going here after I say this, John. Okay. The NFL draft is headed to Titletown. <laughs> so the 2025 NFL draft has been awarded to Green Bay, Wisconsin, home of the Packers and legendary, legendary Lambeau Field. Uh, Commissioner Roger Goodell, um, usually there'd be some booze. <laughs> he, this is what he said. <laughs> yeah, so, Go ahead. So the, the commissioner <laughs> said, and I quote, and he quotes, our prospects and fans will be treated to an incredible week-long experience that shows off the city of Green Bay and the state of Wisconsin. So that's a quote from Roger Goodell. So thanks, Roger, for uh, helping that <laughs> process and, and uh, picking Green Bay, finally. I mean, yeah. they have not. W when have they hosted, John? Nothing. When have they, Zip, when have they ever hosted? Zero. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. They hosted. Okay. I take, oh, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I take that back. In 2010. I think during our Super Bowl year, maybe shortly after it, Roger Goodell, for whatever reason, was going on a tour of the, the stadium. Anyway, they were doing a live State of the Union for the NFL there. And, uh, and Roger Goodell was just talking out of both sides of his mouth like he always does. Um, and that's about the only thing I remember. I don't remember anything else, you know. Yeah, so, so so basically the last three weeks have been great <laughs> for the city of Green yeah. Bay and its NFL oh, team. Yeah. Um, so I just didn't know if you had any reactions or thoughts on, you know, this. Oh, it's it's kind of surprising. I mean, I you kind of knew it that it might happen, but it yeah. actually happened, <laughs> you know. Right. And uh, been, I was I was pleasantly surprised forever. to hear, you know, Green Bay is the number one town to live in uh, or city. Sorry. But, um, yeah, that's awesome, too. Geez. That is great, too. So, yeah, Green Bay, <laughs> people there must be just like, wow, this is I didn't think this would ever, ever, ever happen. And I'm in that camp, too. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, you know, because Green Bay is a is a great place. Very nice place. They've done some amazing things with it. But um, and Packers yep. Blitz, I, I, we will be there at the draft, Andy. We will have to figure out what we got to be have there. To, man. Yeah, we have to figure out a way to make it happen. That's for sure. Yes, so, we yeah, do. I'm really yeah. excited about the possibility of that. I think it would be a, just a just a yeah. Just this a is once in a lifetime. Yeah, and yeah. it's not like we're going to the Super Bowl and spending ten thousand dollars. <laughs> Yep. On the seat on the <laughs> on the nosebleed seats. I think these tickets will be a lot less expensive than 10 Yeah. 
So. <laughs> yeah, on a, on, a, on a downer, though, uh, fans are roasting the choice of Green Bay. <laughs> so I selected a few of these, and then I'm embellishing okay, a little bit and kind of came up here with my own uh, quotes. Uh, some of them are, are uh, pretty much word for word. Some of them I kind of modified to make them funnier. Okay. So I figured I'd just say a few of the ones that uh, yeah, people had, let's hear had said. So. Um, this us. is one of them from a fan, and this is what the fan said. And the first pick in the 2025 NFL draft is Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> that was the first quote. <laughs> I'm not getting any laughter from this fan. <laughs> okay. So the second one uh, was, uh, hey, maybe I can finally meet Olaf from Frozen. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Um, and then there was another dude that put a picture of uh, Jack Nicholson on the screen. And I was trying to figure out, okay, which movie that was from and whatnot. So, ba right, so basically, yeah, here's okay. a quote from him. If I go, I'm going to look like Jack Nicholson at the end of the movie, The Shining. Okay. That's so, so basically, there's an end scene. I don't want to give away the movie, but... Uh, Jack Nicholson is kind of uh, frozen. He is. Yeah, the the so. movie's been out for years. If you haven't seen The Shining, come on. Yeah, it's Watch Stephen King. Very scary movie. Stephen so, King. yeah, right. come on. And then the you know. the last, yeah, the last quote that I had, and this is pretty much a direct quote, uh, was this: "Since there are not enough hotels, the fans will need to camp." in the surrounding wilderness to stay overnight. And that was another fan's comment. All right, I'll give that. I'll I think that had been an issue in the past with hotels and whatnot, but I Correct. think a lot of that's been rectified because they that's were uh, in hopes that they were going to yes. gonna be hosting some events and this and that. So I think there's there's that's not an issue anymore, I don't think. So. No, not really. Hope not. No, not really. Not for the draft. The problem is they've been trying to get the Super Bowl there, and you're never going to get the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. No. And if they do, no. holy, you know what? You know, that's cool. So, yeah, so great, uh, you know, things for Green Bay. I, I love it because usually the big cities, New York, Miami, blah, 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 they always get everything. And like, hey, why don't you come up our way and see the way football should be played? Anyway, all right, so we have some mini camps, and I know this isn't the most exciting stuff, but uh, you want to talk a little bit about that, Andy? Yeah, so the Packers had the rookie mini camp and voluntary OTAs. <laughs> yeah, um, there's mandatory, there's mandatory, <laughs> and then there's voluntary. So this is voluntary yeah, OTAs. Uh, OTAs uh, fans means basically it's an acronym meaning organized team activities. So, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. so voluntary OTAs have just ended. Uh, the organized team activities lasted uh, three weeks and consisted of eight practices. So. That's basically yeah, so, what they just had. Yeah. So here are some of those some of the hot takes from the OTAs. There hot was takes. so much there was so much stuff, John. Hot and takes. so 
I just felt I had to kind of narrow it down and yeah, you know, we don't want to totally bore people with the information, but yeah, yeah. I picked some interesting ones for people, uh, <laughs> you know, to, to learn about. So um, one of the ones that, one of the ones that just came, just came up a few days ago was quarterback uh, Sean Clifford, who was yes. drafted by us. And a lot of uh, people yeah. said we shouldn't have drafted him at all. No, we shouldn't <laughs> And have. Uh, yeah, we kind of got ripped a new one, yeah. so to speak, on that. Yes, so, But he is on track to win the backup quarterback job. So Speaking, according speaking to, of that, yeah. oh, no, I want to get – I don't know if you already brought this – going to bring this up, but I'll bring it up a little earlier. So I don't know if you know this, but Aaron Rodgers, Sean Clifford, has his locker. They did not. Oh, lose yeah. His. And Aaron Rodgers supposedly sent like a video or something like that and said, Hey, Sean, how you treat my locker and everything is a farce. I thought that was kind of funny. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, that because is funny. You know, again, not to pick on Brett Favre, but with Brett Favre, when he left, they just put like a glass thing over it so no one could use it and all this i'm like come <laughs> on and yeah, you know like that's a little bit Aaron full of Rogers himself, leaves and they're yeah. like whatever <laughs> here's yep. your locker You're the greatest one of the greatest packers and hall of fame quarterbacks yeah no pressure here <laughs> anyway yep. go on yeah evan winter of uh a to z sports.com with all due respect, Clifford did not seem like he was a good pro prospect. His two big biggest weaknesses, ball placement and decision-making, are easily mm -hmm. fatal flaws that will sink any signal caller trying to make it in the NFL, end quote. Yeah, so basically, that, that tells you what to think of Sean Clifford. <laughs> However, uh, Sean okay. Clifford is, in, is impressing. Most recently, he completed nine of 11 passes for 75 yards and included an eight-yard TD pass to Jeff Cotton on fourth down. Uh, actually, just been doing really well on camp, too. He's been one of their better wide receivers, so he's caught a actually a couple touchdowns. All right. All the right. Athletics' Matt Schneidman, <laughs> I believe I pronounced that right, thinks that Schneidman. Clifford will beat out incumbent Daddy Etling for the Packers backup quarterback job. So if it isn't, you know, Danny Etling, it's not uh, Sean Clifford, it could be Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. Yeah. He's going <laughs> to he's going to fill in in the meantime. Giannis is ready. Hell yeah. He's he's hilarious. He's awesome. He could just dunk it. He could just dunk it when he scores a touchdown. Like some of these guys have to like like Kelsey can dunk it, and Gonzalez, Tony Gonzalez, when he played tight end, could dunk it. But on Kupo, he could bring down the whole damn, <laughs> you know. Yeah, he will have no problem seeing over the line. No problem whatsoever. <laughs> so, no that's, problem. yeah. Yeah. Uh, Freak athlete. Oh, so, I, I bet you he probably could do, you know, a couple, couple series. So, fill in. what has Matt LaFleur said? What yeah, he, he mentioned that uh, rookie defensive lineman Colby Wooden, Carl mm. Brooks, I believe that's your Kyle guy, Brooks. Uh, yep, Lucas Van Ness, guy. and Brenton Cox have 
stood out the last nice. few weeks. Okay. Okay. Uh, Cox in particular was undrafted after playing for Georgia and Florida. He is hmm. 6'4", right, right, right. 250 pound outside linebacker. And he yeah. may be the most likely undrafted free agent to make the Packers roster. So I figured I'd mention him, but Brenton Cox, he has a a lot of upside. He just got into some issues. (laughs) We won't go into him at Georgia transferred to Florida, but um, he is also a freak (laughs) athlete. And uh, yeah, so I figured I'd mention him, but yeah, Carl Brooks in particular, John, I wasn't going to bring this up, but there's been some articles about him that keep popping up. So I think you'd be spot I'm on with that. You. Yeah, and they we'll said see, Wooden right? Wooden looked really good too. Very solid player. Lucas Van Ness was, uh, you know, wreaking some havoc like normal, and uh, yeah. so that's a good that's we'll a see. good sign. There's some young players on the defensive line we that we desperately Hope need. So, so, Hope so yeah, right, yep. The Athletics' oh. uh, Matt Schneidman also gave an, an encouraging update on Green Bay's premier oh, pass rusher, God. Rashawn Gary. Yes. Uh, so I figured I'd bring this up, John, just for you. Uh, he has been uh, rehabbing extensively on the side at practice and looks like he could get C- three sacks in a game right now. He's a okay. freak. And he just looks angry when he rehabs. He tore his <laughs> ACL good. on good. November 6th. Yeah, yeah. The Packers' first game is on September 10th. That's less than, that's that's more than uh, than 10 months, right around the time we'd expect Gary to return. Don't God, be I surprised so. if he's playing week one in Chicago, end quote. So that was actually a quote from Matt so. Schneidman. Uh, it wasn't my words, but his. So we have a lot of quotes yeah, in yeah. this podcast. Yes, we do. Uh, trying to get some accurate information going for the fans. But, yes. yeah, that's great yes, news. Yep. Uh, with Rashawn Gary back, that allows rookie uh, Lucas Van Ness to kind of ease in to his first year as a you mm-hmm. know a third mm-hmm. pass rushing option behind Gary and Preston Smith. So um, yeah. that's going to be great if he can play right away and they don't have yeah. to put him on the pup list. So. But Any remember that, what, yeah, but remember That's your what guy, Farron, Sean Gary. Uh, I hope he can come back. But remember what Farron said from head coach of Iowa Hawkeyes about Lucas Van Ness. If you re- listen to some of our uh, past episodes, go back and listen to him. I think it's in our draft recap. Remember Andy, what he said? He said, yeah, the guy's about two years away. You know, he needs a couple years. So hopefully Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith can give him that time because I just don't think he's going to be the guy out of the gate. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but I just don't see that happening. So we'll see. Yeah, but if he's a disruptor like like I've yeah. seen on at least on, on tape, um right. I, I would put him I would put him in the middle of the line even <laughs> and just have a bull rush. You know, but we right. do have some but, really good players. Uh, Wyatt, yes. uh, our first round yep. pick from last year, is supposed to be in that yes. spot. So, he's but if he's up. if he's going to be a force, a presence, uh, and if he looks halfway decent, they actually might give Rashawn Gary a little bit more time to recover and maybe you know throw him that in would there. Be nice. but, 
That would be but nice. We'll we'll see what happens. But no, yeah, that's great, no, great news on Rashawn Gary yeah. and great news on the yes, rest of our is. defensive linemen. Yeah, we just got to get then, Derek uh, Stokes back. <laughs> Yeah, that was another one I was going to mention that Matt LaFleur uh, had said he was doing really well in his rehab. And so there was uh, some big question marks because of his injuries. Right. Because I think he actually had a couple uh, surgeries and uh, they weren't really sure when he was going to be back. But there were some uh, good comments that uh, positive comments that uh, Matt LaFleur made. And I guess he's he's on track to come back. And remember, this all happened it freaking against the lines of four field where Rashad went down, Stokes went down. I think there was two other Packers that went down, and two of them, Stokes and Rashawn Gary, both had season-ending injuries. So I'm like, ugh. You know, it's a natural gas debate, which, you know, we talk about some other podcasts. But anyway, uh, Romeo Dobbs, Jordan Love. Yeah. They look like they're yeah. in love together. What's going on? Yeah, because because <laughs> they work together often during the offseason. Uh, there seems to be a chemistry, a bond that has developed between All the two right. players. Coincidentally, Dobbs was Love's go-to uh, target during OTAs. So he was his hmm. go-to guy, which makes sense. So Coach uh, LaFleur yeah. said that he was impressed with Dobbs' worth, work ethic and deliberate approach to his craft. So um, that's a good sign. Uh, it, it seems like Romeo's gonna gonna be a player for us, and that's gonna be awesome because we need some weapons on offense. So that's yes, that's pretty do. awesome. Then the last uh, thing really I wanted quick, to oh really yeah, quickly before you get to that last one there, Andy. One thing I wanted to bring up that again shows you that it's a bunch of gossipy old women out there. Romeo Dobbs <laughs> said there's not much of a, a fall off between Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers. Well, everybody took it like, you're crazy. You're comparing a Hall of Fame quarterback to Jordan Love. Well, the thing was, he was just talking about arm strength. And I'm like, okay, that's that's great. But he wasn't talking about Jordan Love as the next Aaron Rodgers. So I, I think people, again, that they don't have nothing to talk about and they just throw this crap at you and just but i thought it was really interesting for romeo dobbs to say that i think you better keep an eye on romeo dobbs because he sounds like he might start saying some other things so you might want to pull him aside and be like hey man just uh don't give rogers any more fuel because that's all aaron Rodgers needs is that extra chip on his shoulder so anyway so tyler be good Goodson. be good for the jets <laughs> If he has yeah. an extra chip on his shoulder, so yeah, I'm sure they yeah. Last thing, I, last thing I wanted to mention: uh, running back Tyler Goodson uh, continues to impress with the ball in his hands, displaying good vision and an ability to make uh, defenders miss. He is also being utilized out of the slot, oh, John. So that's in, that is a very interesting. Very? He may be the lone running back kept on the roster behind Aaron Jones and Corey Dillon. So I figured yeah, I'd mention running back Tyler Goodson because he's having a really good camp. And uh, we don't have a whole lot of, you know, we got, a, you know, two really good running backs. But as far as the backups go, um, yeah. it, it's good to see somebody step up. So I figured I'd mention Absolutely. that one. It's all about those yep. offensive weapons, John, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. 
The more you yep. have, the better shot you're going to make it. Yep. So that was the the voluntary OTAs, and then the rookie <laughs> minicamp. That's it's mandatory. And, Come on. So there is a mandatory <laughs> minicamp. Thank you. Uh, that goes June thirteenth through the fifteenth, and after that, which is this week, breaks after it stops. Right, the players will not be back for any team activities until the start of training camp at the yeah. end of July. So that's where yeah. John and I, the next few weeks, are going to have to find yeah, we're gonna things be, to yeah. fill in. Uh, we'll and do we'll our do best. our best on that. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. So, so, John. Conclusion. Um, yeah. I just wanted to say, uh, just really quickly, I'm super excited that Green Bay is the city to live in one of the best cities. That we got the draft, that Packers Blitz. We'll figure out how to get there. And speaking of that, we're kind of a small, well, we are a small podcast. So, you know, anything you guys could do to support us, to get us out there. Um, Cause we, Andy and I, like I said, we're diehard Packer fans. We just want to give you guys a fun experience. Uh, we're not always going to hit you numbers and all this stuff. We're going to just give you guys our opinions, what we think Two people talking at a bar. That's the kind of way we want to keep this podcast. So again, please support us on Spotify. Uh, iHeartRadio, YouTube. Um, please leave a comment, rate us five stars. Uh, because again, all that support we love, and especially from all over the country, like Australia and Canada and Mexico and and California and all these great places where we every Packer fan lives and dies for our Packers. Um, again, moving forward, <laughs> we would do our best because in July, just to let Packer fans know, if you don't know this. But usually after, uh, I believe, the 4th of July, all the coaches take like two weeks off and <laughs> everybody's gone. Everyone's out of that building. So unless something happens major, which I don't see happening, Andy and I will probably have uh, you know, a podcast episode here and there and, and just kind of have some fun with it. But when we start training camp, we are all in, right, Andy? From training camp to the last game, hopefully it's the Super Bowl, to the last game, Andy and I are all in every week, all the time, and we're going to be talking Packers, and hopefully we'll be talking Packers winning. <laughs> but Andy and I know that may not happen, but still, we love our Packers. That's all I have to say. Andy, what else you got for us? Yeah, so uh... – you know, on on Packers Blitz, what what did we actually learn today, John? <laughs> so yeah, the top, you know, the, so yeah, what did we learn today, Packer fans? What did uh, we learn, Packer the, fans? The top three things that I just wanted to mention again, and John mentioned it before. Green Bay was recently ranked the number one city in America to live. Green Bay will now be hosting the NFL Draft in 2025. So logically, uh, Green Bay is the best place that John and I can possibly watch the draft in person. So that's going to be pretty Absolutely. awesome. Uh, that's the first thing we learned today. Uh, second thing we learned, it looks like, uh, you know, Rashawn Gary may be back for the first game against uh, the <gasps> Chicago Bears. Crossed. And play, play, we are going to need him to play angry. We are going to need Play him. <laughs> like the top 10 pass rusher in the league that he is and yes, play is. for his new contract. <laughs> so which is upcoming it's be a big one yeah, yeah he's gonna get the bag one. 
So he's, um, he's got to play for that. Bank. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's good, good news on that front. So I just want to mention that again. And then the last thing uh, we, what we learned today, uh, former Packers quarterback, Aaron Rodgers and GM Brian Goodekunst need to grow up <laughs> and stop yeah. all the gossiping. Uh, they both are acting like little kids. And yeah, you know they have to get their way, and they have to win the argument that cannot be won. So you know, hey Aaron, right. you know, hey Goody, uh, just just knock it off, please, and uh, off. you know, take the high road, and let's let's move on, let's move on with our lives, you know. Yes, absolutely. So, but we are ecstatic about what's upcoming. And uh, yes. we're going to try to put together some really good podcasts for you guys uh, upcoming in the next few weeks. Um, I do actually have a few topics that we'll that we'll have to to talk about, and uh, yeah, so yeah. it should be good every couple and, weeks, right, John? Absolutely, absolutely. And like, but like I said, once training camp has started, we will be a weekly podcast because that's the way we roll, buddy. <laughs> right. So get ready. Right. Start doing some push-ups. Start doing, you know, some leg work. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and because... I, I and usually Go mention ahead. it every podcast. Uh, we really need the support of the fans. Yeah. And if if That's anybody has any topics, uh, John, where yeah. can they send that that uh, topic Packers, to? Yep, PackersBlitz80 at gmail.com uh please just you know you can email us uh we we like to get emails i've gotten some emails in the past and thank you uh for your support also we're on youtube so you can just make a comment just be like hey guys why don't you uh talk about like when we talked about top 10 packers that was one of our best episodes if you got want us to talk about top 10 worst packers we did talk about that too but maybe you guys have a difference of opinion maybe you guys want to about that we're bashing Jordan Love too much or or that we're too much on whatever, the Super Bowl. Anything. We'd love to hear from you. So PackersBlitz at, at gmail.com or our YouTube channel, PackersBlitz. Just go on there and comment. We, we'd love to hear from you guys. Anything else, Andy? Oh, love you, John. Love uh, you know, love the Packers and love uh, yes. love the fans, the best fans in yes. football, and we appreciate everything. And uh, yep. yeah, we'll we'll talk with talk to everybody and and uh, do our podcast in a couple weeks. Yes, we will talk to you after mandatory mini camp. So if we <laughs> if we have something, hopefully mandatory. we will. Yeah, mandatory. So it's mandatory that you come back and listen to Packers Blitz. All right, buddy. I love you. I will talk to you soon. All right. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.